from social service to Lashi, I am Jingyao. This is the Nine Days Podcast, covering the 2020 general election in Singapore. It's day three of G2020, a muted, readiless campaign. Political parties fielding six and more candidates in this election are eligible for party political broadcasts. For general election 2020, a total of seven parties are eligible. This is the first of two programs. Airtime is in proportion to the number of candidates fielded. Today, seven political parties address Singaporeans in the first party political broadcast of G2020. There were no surprises. Everyone agreed that with the COVID-19 pandemic and the economic recession in its wake, Singaporeans face very tough times ahead. Jobs and adequate wages, as well as the cost of living, were the common themes. The ruling People's Action Party's Heng Sui Kiet echoed his party's call to be given a clear mandate to lead the country through the crisis. Opposition parties won against the PAP monopoly. Here's Dr. Tan Ching Bok of the Progress Singapore Party. Finally, if you put us into parliament, we will be there to check how the next government will spend our reserves over the next five years. The PAP will tell you that they can own self, check own self. Do you agree? Similarly, Pritam Singh of the Workers' Party said, Our nation needs protection against complete dominance of parliament by one party, which could allow a tiny number of people to control everything. I think this frustratingly bland broadcast has revealed three things about this very muted G2020 campaign. First, this pandemic was an opportunity for us to slaughter sacred cows, change our thinking on no ideas, for us to think if our social safety nets are still adequate, and if we are leaving anyone behind. But the parties seem content to flog dead horses, discussing old issues, some of them laced with familiar anti-immigration sentiments which border on xenophobia. Are we not capable of imagining alternative futures? Second, the lack of outdoor rallies is hurting the opposition parties. I went to the rallies in 2011 and 2015. The atmosphere was always electric. When the opposition made jabs at the PAP, the high salaries of overpaid ministers, the crowd would boo. And when candidates promised to lower the cost of living, the crowds would cheer. It's just not the same online. Singaporeans are tired of staring at screens. And if we have the energy, how do we choose from the many online chats and virtual rallies happening at the same time? Political broadcasts will continue over the next few days. This time, we will hear from candidates contesting all the SMCs and GRCs. But I don't know how any voters will actually tune in. Finally, the third thing is that without physical rallies, it's become much easier for the PAP to control the election narrative. In the past, we would see Facebook and Twitter pages, as well as mainstream newspapers, flooded with content from the many rallies. Yet now, we're all just talking about the same issues. Issues like the ones we heard at the broadcast. 
like the NTMP scheme, like whether the opposition parties might be wiped out. Rallies have always been the best way for opposition parties to reach a wide audience and gain support in a short period of time. It has always been difficult for the opposition, but rallies were a special, vibrant feature. They levered the few slightly, and they brought Singaporeans from all over the country to a single spot, at the CBD, an open few, or a stadium. I really, really miss the rallies. That's all for day three. We'll be back tomorrow.